All right. Now are you ready? Mm-hmm. Nice. All right. Welcome back to another episode of First Reaction, Fan Reaction. I am your host, Kaylin Collier, and with me is my co-host, Dara Whitman. All right. So we are still on The Legend of Korra, and we are wrapping up book three Dang. today with episodes 12, <coughs> uh, Enter the Void, and episode 13, Venom of the Red Lotus. There was some void and there was some venom. There, yep, that that there was. There were certainly things that were happening. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so should we get started with the synopsis? Um, so we, where we last left off, uh, the Red Lotus had attacked the Air Temple. Yes. Uh, offered Korra an ultimatum, whether she can give herself up mm-hmm. or they can just come and just get rid of all them airbenders because who needs them anyway? Yeah. So when we start off this, we are headed towards the Northern Air Temple. Uh, Team Avatar is discussing plans about uh, how they're going to to rescue those uh, captive airbenders. Uh, and, you know, they're throwing th- plans all about... Uh, but Cora, she's like, ah, she's like, this isn't going to work. I'm just going to turn myself in. And they're like, no, that's a terrible idea. The worst is idea. It? Don't do it. My thing was just kind of like, is it that terrible? Because basically they can kidnap, they can get her, then they can forget, they can get take the airbenders and then they could just like have a second plan where they, you know, defeat them. Mm-hmm. So it's not the worst plan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not like the worst plan, mm-hmm. um, but they, they, they end up figuring something out. And so uh, Cora calls up Sahir on the radio and says, like, all right, I'll give myself up if you just want to release them. But when they do that, they're going to have some some metal benders lurking on the sides. And, you know, yeah. in just in case anything goes bad. Sounds like a plan. Um, um, and so kind of in our next scene, um, besides wondering what our adorable pets are up to, is Zaheer is meditating and he's kind of repeating that mantra of enter the void, become wind, let go of your earthly tethers, all that fun I'm stuff. The, I'm the leaf beneath the wind. Oh no, every time you do this to me. Um, but so he has the locket and he's kind of reading it. And then uh, Pali comes in. And they and have a moment. They have a moment. It's such a lovely moment. I know. They're such a cute couple. They really are. Like, because they hear is like, you know, there wasn't a day that went by when I was in prison that I didn't think about you. And they say that they love each other and then they kiss and she's so tall. She's so tall. She's so tall. Like, that's the thing because we were saying this in the commentary. In the commentary. Yeah. Um, that, now I lost my train of thought. Oh, the fact that like, because they were saying like, there's like, because like we feel the things for them and it's kind of compared to a certain villain from another season. Mm-hmm. The fact of, like, I don't like them as, like, because they're, I mean, I don't like them because, like, the show's telling me not to like them because they're villains. Right. But, so, like, for the show, they're, like, they're villains and I don't like them because they're doing horrible stuff. But, like, as characters, I like them mm-hmm. because, A, they're actually good villains. And, right. B, they're actually, you know, like, three-dimensional. Mm-hmm. And, like, they care and they have relations. Yeah. And, man, that moment just sets something up. Yeah. Like, so hard and I didn't even see it coming. Right. Because, because you know, and I'm really upset right now that I didn't see it coming. Because bad guys can't love each other that much without something terrible happening. I don't know why I didn't see it coming. I don't know why. I'm so mad right now. I was waiting for you to say it because usually with like every like you pretty you've set up like every other like death pretty well in this show, but this one like you didn't call. I guess I didn't expect any Earth Queen. You called. You called the Earth Queen. 
Did I call her death? You did. Because uh, the, the episode is like called Long Live the Queen. And you're like, oh, is she going to die this episode? Oh, right, right. And I was like, no. I think it's the thing. It's like I called it coming and then I forgot about it. And then yeah. she died. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, oh. There's so many. Shit. I'll say this about this season. Really creative deaths. Yes. Yeah. And we'll talk more about that as we kind of get towards. Because uh, at the end of this, we're going to have to wrap up uh, season three. So. Dang. Uh, yeah. We'll talk a little bit more about that. And then as we go, as we kind of touch upon those those uh, character offings. Um so, so I think I said in the commentary, uh, Pauline was over seven foot. I have here that she's six foot eight, so not over seven foot. And somebody's gonna somebody's gonna get me on that. I thought somebody, you said she was eight I, foot. Honestly, I forgot. Yeah, well, she says she looks so tall, and also she's like, whoo. It's like a thing. What a lady. Like if you look at it, like see here, like he's like he's tall too, but he's like kind of bulky. Yeah, and she's just like tall and she's lanky. Tall, and she's lanky. She's a tall. She is a tree. Ah. She's a friggin' tree. I'll drink of water, let me mm. tell you. Mm. That sex must have been weird. <laughs> Stop. Hard, like rough and passionate. <laughs> Stop. But a bit weird, I'm gonna say. No, oh, very passionate, I imagine. You're making, you're making, you sound like, you're being upset, like, oh, I'm talking about the like, cartoon characters in a family show having sex. There is murder. There is murder. In this show. And yeah. it is brutal. It's not even, it's, I said, it's not even fun murder, which is like a stab or a gunshot. This is brutal. This is so brutal. Anyway, so, um, back to. <laughs> Back to the plot. Whatever the hell this is. Um, so before Korra, they, they reach the um, the meeting point, which is Lahima's Peak. We just hear the name Lahima come up a lot in mm-hmm. this season. So so Korra gets a nice, uh, is able to hug everyone on Team Avatar. It's really nice. It's really sweet. Yeah. This big moment between her and Mako. And it's like, all right, all that weird stuff that was between them, it's gone now. They can just be friends. All the weird stuff that Mako brought up. Yeah, Korra it's Mako's really fault. Upset. Yeah, yeah Korra is just like, let's be friends. And Mako's like, oh, I don't know how to be friends with a girl. I don't know, man. That's true. Does it, he didn't have any like friends who were girls. That he didn't date. That he didn't date. <laughs> Did he like hang out with anybody else like before he met? I mean, besides like Bolin, that he hang? Did he hang out with besides? Like, no. I does he have a social life? I felt like who was the other team member that they had on their? uh, Oh, it's Hasuk. Was that a guy? It was a dude. Yeah. So then probably he didn't have any friends who were girls. He didn't have any friends who were girls. (laughs) Poor man. And when he did, he had a crush on them. Yeah. Uh, Like every other guy on this planet. Anyway, Mm. so. Um. So Mako, Balin, and Asami, they are going to the Northern Air Temple um, where they are going to try to go negotiate for the airbender. So they have a radio and Korra has a radio and they're basically going to be talking back and forth here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when they arrive at the Northern Air Temple, they meet Gazan, who uh, takes them to Tenzin, who's just kind of laying on the ground. And they're like, is he okay? He's, he's, he's alive. He's alive. That's a which, plus. Which is a, a, an improvement from where we saw him last, where we weren't quite sure if he was Probably alive. Probably just needs like a like a like a little, like a couple nights stay in a hospital. Yeah, and like a rest. It was spa weekend followed right after. That, that. He needs a spa weekend. Mm-hmm. And so Zahir and Pali are meeting with Cora to negotiate, and they tell her to drop her weapon. She doesn't really follow. Um, which and, like they're like so determined. So, like, I guess I kind of get it because they wanted to make sure she was, like, entrapped and mm-hmm. then they would have, which I kind of get because, like, at that point she could still run away if mm-hmm. they if they know that, uh, if they, because, you know, they might screw her over. You never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mako says, hey, they, they found Tenzin and behind him it looks like a bunch of airbenders who have kind of, like, cough over their heads so yeah. you can't see their faces. And Mako's like, hey, we got the airbenders here, uh, but we have, like, the lava bender here. And Korra's like, hey, can you tell them to just, like, 
to stand down, but they they want Korra to kind of surrender herself. When she doesn't do that, they threaten to wipe out all the airbenders, and so that's when she gives herself up, mm-hmm. and um, she gets handcuffed with platinum cuffs so she can't bend them, and she starts going. And But as she's going, Mako goes to to free the airbenders, but it turns out there are no airbenders. Tenzin's there. No airbenders. I have a slight problem with this. Yes. It's not as bad as trying to break up a sphere portal with water. <laughs> not that bad. But, like, why set up this trap? Because they got a plan, and their plan doesn't involve setting the airbenders free. That's not part of their... I mean, their main goal like, is to get Korra, but... I know, but they have Korra, yeah. and, like, I forget if the airbenders actually, like, cause them any damage. Because mm. if they do, then I get keeping them. But if they don't, why not just, like, have this deal? Yeah, well, they want things their way, and their way isn't going to involve. I guess I kind of like had an idea, like what they, what was going to happen. Okay, which was which is basically like they were going to set them free, core, then they get kidnapped, and then like they were going to like discuss something and maybe try to brainwash her mm. mm-hmm. a bit, and then but well, meanwhile everyone's going to rescue her. I kind of thought like there was going to be like a more like round table discussion episode <laughs> with a lot of fun dialogue. Oh, it didn't okay. happen. I'm not upset that that didn't happen. Right, I liked what I saw. Yeah, just, just different. Yes. That's fair. Yeah, but then also, if you left the airbenders free, of course they're going to come after Korra. And there's a lot of them. And I can airbend. So you can't, you can't let them free just yet. You're not wrong. Um, but honestly, one of the coolest shots, I think, is seeing kind of the airbenders like melt away because they're yeah. not there at all. It was literally all waterbending. Yeah. Like, the cool, that's the coolest waterbending move. Like, yeah. Like, like, Here's some cloth. so cool. Make them look like people. That's, oh, Mingwa is so good at waterbending. Yeah. She's so good at it. And then uh, that's when that's when things get real. So real. They get they get real real. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. And so once um, they reveal that the airbenders aren't really there, that's when the metal benders then spring into action because they've been waiting um, at the side of the mountain uh, if, in case Cora needed help. So they kind of leap into action and a big old fight scene. Fight fight. Um. So. Cora is still chained up, but she's so good at fighting when she's chained up. Like Gosh, she's got, she's, she's got like handcuffs and like a feeder cuff, but like she's still got fight. Yeah, she got. She's so talented. So as Cora is getting taken to the airship, uh, Tonrak shows up and he starts fighting. Tonrak, so good. Yeah, at waterbending. He is. He's like kind of can do like that arm thing, except he's got arms. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if he can do the Cthulhu thing. Ooh. I love how it's like when something has like eight legs, I don't go straight to octopus, I go to Cthulhu. Good. Good. Hell Cthulhu. <laughs> um, and so back at the Northern Air Temple, uh, Gazan and Mingwa, uh fight, um, try to fight Mako and Bolin, but they escape before like a real fight scene even happens. And basically, Zan just like, just basically lava bends everything. Yeah. So everything is lava now, mm-hmm. and they have to escape um, basically lava chasing after them. Yes. Which, you know, isn't so much fun. But Bolin's doing a lot of help. Yeah, but Bolin, like our good earthbender friend, Bolin, he's doing a pretty pretty he decent showed- job of uh, making sure the lava doesn't well, I feel like him. sometimes, like, because like, he's such a comic relief, I forget that, like, he's actually, a, like, a damn good earthbender. Yeah, it's so, I feel like we don't really explore that he's as so, much. I mean, I think we explore doubly more, in, like, in the in these episodes. In these episodes, yes. Like, we explore a lot more, but, it. like, he's, like, that's, like, I think something I like about him. And it kind of yeah. reminds me of, like, Sokka, the fact that, like, they are, like, they are the comic relief, but then they have, like, a thing that they're super good at. Right, right. They're but, more than the comic relief. 
Yeah, but I think Bolin is still a lot more comic relief than Sokka ever was, I think, as far as just like what he does or how he acts. Um, and if, what I think is interesting about um, Bolin's abilities, it's, it's very like show, don't tell, because we never really, nobody ever says like, Bolin, you're a fantastic earthbender, but then he shows up and then he starts earthbending the, like, the crap out of everything mm-hmm. and like, oh, he's a good earthbender. So sometimes I, I'm like, we, why don't we ever talk about this? But then at the same time, it's like cool to like, we don't have to talk about it. We don't have to It's like we tell somebody that like this person is good at what they do. We just get to see it. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting. And I go back and forth on like how much I like that. Uh, so during this fight scene with Zaheer and uh, Tonrak, um, they seem pretty even, uh, you know, they seem like they're pretty evenly matched, uh, Tonrak and Korra, against Zaheer. But uh, there's a point where Tonrak is, leaves himself exposed for a moment, and Zaheer just, like, pushes him off a cliff. Yeah. He goes, he goes flying off the cliff, and Korra's not too happy about that because she thinks her dad is dead. I, did, I, I was like, he's probably not dead. Yeah. I don't know. We, for a second, you're like, what? And then you're like, ah, he's Here's my, not Okay, dead. especially like in this like modern age of television, my yeah. rule is if I don't see a body, they ain't dead. It's so true, though. Yeah. So true. Oh, I keep hitting the thing. Yeah, you do. Sorry, guys. After that happens, Lynn and Suyin are talking, and Lynn's like, all right, right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out and draw the combustion bender's fire, mm-hmm. and then, which will leave an opening, and then you, you go for it. Mm-hmm. All right? And then Suyin's like, that's too crazy. And then Lynn's like, nah, I got this. I got this. And they have a nice sister moment. Sounded like a sacrifice moment, but it, it wasn't. It sounded like a sacrifice moment. But it's it kind like a sacrifice moment where like, okay, if we're unsuccessful, then I'm probably going to die. But if we're successful, then everything's good. Every- so just in case mm-hmm. we fail, sacrifice moment, go. Right. So Link goes off and uh, starts kind of fighting with Pulley. And Pulley is just blowing everything up. Everything up. Everything up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it gets to the point, it gets kind of scary for a second because like Lynn gets kind of compromised. And is she going to die? I don't know. She's in a position where she could die. But Sue... Jumps in, and what she does, all right, guys, what she does is she takes one of the, the metal jackets off of her and then bends it around Pali's head right as she's about to explode something. So she basically just blows her own head off. So she, so Pali's dead. Pali doesn't have a head. Like, she's not just dead. I didn't realize she's that. She's decapitated. I probably didn't realize that at first. I, I think. You're like, oh, is she dead? And I'm like, she doesn't have a skull anymore. I think, I didn't, I guess because like I didn't notice this. Maybe I was like slightly attracted. I didn't notice that the explodey part. Oh, yeah. So I just thought Well, it's, it's super fast because I don't think we could really like Yeah, it was super fast. It. So I didn't notice the exploding part. I just noticed the head casing thing. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, that's a cool move. Now they got her captured. And then you're like, no, she was exploding. I'm like, oh, so oh. she's dead. Oh, she's she's dead. But she's dead. <laughs> we just, it's a it's a family show. We just murdered somebody. And like not, and like I said, not like stabbing or like falling. Mm-hmm. It's a explodey head death. Oh, oh. Which you technically don't see because of the metal. Yeah. But still. But you see Zaheer's face, which means he sees everything, which means he's seen some real I felt, shit. I felt bad. <laughs> it's like, oh. And then I'm like, oh, oh my God, he's going to no. go crazier now. Because yeah. like, we did this moment and like, they've still been in love with each other after like 13 years apart and in prison. And now the love of his life is dead. She's just dead. And now they're probably the same height. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. No, never mind. Oh my god, that's really good. That that was really good. (laughs) That's terrible. Um, But uh, so, well, the interesting thing here about that is um, 
Zahir uh, fights a little bit more, and then he gets to the edge of a, of a cliff, and then he repeats the Guru Lahima thing, which, let me read this in full, is, let go your earthly tether, enter the void, empty, and become wind. And then he just kind of drops off the side of it, and you're like, did he just, like, did he just off himself? And Cora? No, he didn't. Oh, yeah. With, and then, because he's still carrying Cora at this point, too. Mm-hmm. And then like, he just, like... Yeah, he just kamikaze this, but nope, mm-hmm. uh, didn't, except he, he is, uh, he's flying. Yeah. He's just straight up, he's flying. Yeah. Which is not something that you usually see in this yeah. show. This is the first time we've actually seen somebody fly. We've seen airbenders air glide, we've seen them glide on the air. Yeah. We've never actually seen, like, just straight up Superman-style flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was interesting. That was interesting. Yeah, so, so... One of the, another reason that we could have probably seen the police thing coming is the line, let go your earthly tether. Like, it was Yeah, that's why like, so, I yeah. thought about that whole thing, and I'm like, that's yeah. really sad. Yeah. That's so sad. Yep. Yep. Oh, it's like, oh, crap, yeah. That was the one thing keeping him back, and now he, he entered the void. I'm kind of wondering, and we didn't actually see this, but, like, I would have, I guess it kind of, kind of, like, the moment that, like, he was actually sad, because, like... Mm-hmm. If, like, that was the one thing, like, keeping him, like, tethered to the earth, mm-hmm. I feel like he probably just would have killed her. Mm. But, like, he didn't. And, like, there wasn't even, like, it didn't even seem like there was a thought in his head that he was, like, thinking about killing her. Right. It just kind of happened. Right. He wasn't going to Kylo run this. Yeah. So, like, I kind of, like, thought maybe we could have had a moment where he was actually sad. Yeah. I mean, he seemed really, like, crazy at some points, but, like, still. He's kind of losing it. A little bit. Well, off the deep end a little bit. A little bit. Literally. Literally the deep end. Literally jumped off a cliff. But and so he flies past, uh, flies past Gazan and Ming Wan. They're like, oh, I guess, I guess he doesn't need to ride now. No, we're good. <laughs> God, I love Gazan. Um, but so as far as deaths go, we we cannot add Tonrak to the list because he has been saved by what a, a metal, surprise by a metal bender. Yes, who gets a very long shot on her is that, face is that as the she next introduces ep- herself. Is that the next episode? No, that's this episode. Oh, I know. Yeah, I don't like her. Yeah, because it's it's such like a really weird moment. It's a weird moment because it's like a blatant like this character is important. Yeah, yeah, because you're like it's it's kind of heavy handed in that way. Actually, it's, yes, it's two things. I'm Kuvira. It's two things why I don't like her. A, it's like a blatantly important thing, and just like the way she says it, it's clearly like yeah, I'm probably not a good person. But it's the music that plays. Yeah, that under, too. It's, it's like that's, that was that kind of like the one off putting thing. I'm just like maybe you shouldn't have like. Yeah, I feel like they it's need too obvious. They need it. They definitely need to like if, they, if she's obviously she's probably gonna play a part in the next season. Yeah, so they need to introduce her and like right. not make her just like a random yeah thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe like when they were actually in like the metal bending city, mm-hmm. they maybe could have introduced her a bit. She was there. She was there, but they didn't introduce her. Yeah, so maybe they could have introduced her like there as something, mm-hmm. and then like maybe when we could have forgot about her and then bring it up again mm-hmm. and like that kind of thing but this was so blatant yeah it was it was yeah it's kind of heavy-handed so we're like eh, it's like it's not as much fun i feel like yeah if it was way more subtle then i feel like, like they probably forgot uh, 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 whatever so we're gonna be go back to the northern air temple now um as makabola and asami and tenzin are trying to escape this lava um but they're kind of getting cornered here like they're getting real close. They're getting cornered by lava. Yeah, th- that lava is very unforgiving. And also, question: How come like Mako can't bend? Like I know, like, but like, it, there's like fire and lava. Yeah. Can he not like bend any of it? So, so what lava is? It's just like super hot rock. So at at its so core, it's not fire. It's hot. No. Okay. Yeah. It's just it's just hot rock. Just I, like in the same way that waterbenders can kind of control steam because it's just like hot water. 
As you can see, I did not pay attention to the much in science class. (laughs) (laughs) On this episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction, we talk about science. Nobody cares anyway. But yeah, no, that's because... I shouldn't say nobody cares. That's a really bad thing to say. I'm sorry. (laughs) Nobody cares about science. I respect science. I just don't care about it. Oh my gosh. But, right, so they get to a point where they're standing on the, basically on the side of a cliff. We have a lot of cliffs in this episode. This is a so very, many. So many cliffs. Um, so they can either, like, jump off a cliff or, like, get devoured by this lava. But our boy Bolin. If only Bolin, there was a twist. Our boy Bolin is like, I have an inkling here. He has, he see it on his face. He's like, all right, we got one last, one last resort here. So uh, he goes up to the, to the lava and, and he. Bends it. Ah, He's a lava bender. Yay! That's the twist. That was also something I wasn't. I didn't see coming. Oh yeah, I didn't see it coming. Oh uh, yeah, I was. I guess because like I kind of forgot about the metal bending thing. Right, because it because it was kind of a theme over this season where Bolin was trying to be a metal bender and he couldn't. And we know something related to that was going to come up. And we thought I just assumed he was going to be a good metal bend at some point. Yeah, like when it really mattered. But but not a metal bender. He is. A lava bender, which kind of makes sense. I guess that's like we don't see any other lava benders. I didn't. I just thought like maybe it was just something that was just like that only Gazan could do, right? And maybe a couple other people, but like, mm-hmm. and then Bolin does it. And I'm like, oh, so he's never gonna be able to metal bend, but he can do lava. Yeah, I'm cool with this. Isn't that cool? And I feel like that may make somebody happy too. Like, oh, I can't do this one skill that every other bender can do, but I can do this this skill that not many of them can do. Yeah, and I think it's cool, especially because considering like. Bolin and Malcolm's background of being like from both Earthbender and Firebender families, like it's cool. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's a really cool um, thing with this character. Ah, Bolin, we love you. We do. We do love you so much. Uh, but so after he lava bends, um, Kai shows up on his little bison, and they're able to escape from the Northern Air Temple as it's literally overtaken by lava and just and it's a sad collapses. moment. It's very sad. But as I was as I was saying to Tenzin, even though he couldn't hear me because he's on a television show and you know a cartoon, mm-hmm. your temple might be destroyed, but at least your Airbenders as of now are alive. And doesn't that isn't that all that really matters? The real temple was the friends we made along the way. Exactly. <laughs> Your stuff may be gone, but at least the people you love are hopefully still alive. Hopefully, hopefully. So when when they land, um, everyone else is there. We got the metal benders. We have Tonrak, and we got Suyin and Lin and everyone. And they start discussing um, how the core has been taken. What do we do? Oh no, we have no plan here. But uh, Kai, it's a good dude. Trying to get a word in. He's trying to get a word in. He's he's just a kid, and life is a nightmare. Life is a kid, and it's just totally unfair. What song is that? Like, I know. I'm just a kid. Yeah, yeah, but like, what's, like, who sings that? Nightmare. I feel is like that's that like one of those, like, simple, simple plan or like Fall yeah, Out Boys uh, or like My Chemical Romance kind of band, kind uh, of songs. Simple plan. Yeah, okay. It's, it's simple plan. Uh, talk about songs from our, from the early days, right? Of our existence. I want to say we're old, but we're not that old. We're not that old. We feel old sometimes. I feel old sometimes. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, Kai explains that he knows where Korra is because he overheard people talking and he's seen uh, other Red Lotus members. At some cave. Yeah, at some cave. And they're going to go to the cave and they're going to rescue some people. Um, so in the cave, in this this aforementioned cave... Uh, Which I just thought about this because it yeah. kind of reminded me of another cave in, in uh, Last Airbender. Oh, like the... Yeah. Which one? The catacombs? For- I don't know. It's from, it from no. It's from the season two finale. Yeah, those are the the catacombs under Bossing Same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're probably all of the uh, I forget the ship name, but like, is it Sutara? 
Yeah, that or, <laughs> or that ship was probably born. No, no, that ship was born. No, you want to tell you want me to tell you where that ship was born? Where it was on the first season, and it was during the episode "The Waterbending Scroll" with the pirates. And Rizuko came comes up, and where Katara's being chased by pirates, and he goes, "I'll save you from the pirates." That's where that ship was born. Oh, that actually I witnessed sense. that. I saw it with my own two that eyes actually, happen. You know, that actually makes sense. I was about to say, I was about to say, because like they barely interacted. That was the one point. Why didn't you save her? Why didn't you save her from the pirates? Uh, oh, it was because he wanted to use her to find Aang. Oh, that makes sense. And they wanted her because she stole the water running scroll. That's true. All right. <laughs> okay. Continue. This has been an episode of Kaylin Explains the History of Shipping. Anyway, join us next time. <laughs> Kazana Mingwa start talking to Zaheer and they're like, How, why are you flying? He's like, I let go of my earthly tethers. And they're like, where's Pali? It's like, she was an earthly tether and she's dead. Basically. Which made me surprised so that words. they didn't think that, well, technically he said, did she sacrifice herself? Yeah. I'm surprised yeah. they didn't think that, like, did he kill her? I think they're all close enough. To know that he wouldn't it. do that? Yeah. They, they know. They're buddies. They're buddies. Yeah, they're, they're all- I'm still kind of confused by that because like maybe he thought that he could probably like cut himself off of his earthly earthly tether without yeah killing. Well, kind of like how at the end, speaking of the um, uh, Avatar: Last Airbender, uh, the season two finale where oh yeah, because he didn't want to he had to like because the idea of uh, being able to master the Avatar state was being able to let go of things. So Aang kind of had to go through that too, and he didn't have to kill anybody. He just had to like meditate and just like. Let them go himself, but they never actually finished that because he didn't want to let go of Katara. Yeah, exactly. That's the, that's the thing. So the idea was that you maybe you can, but nobody's been able to actually do it yet without anybody having to die. Ooh, um, that's interesting. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. So it's really depressing. Mm-hmm. Um, but so here's like we can't let uh, police sacrifice be in vain, and they go to another part of the cave where Cora is just like hanging by chains, uh, and Cora. It's pretty pissed because she's like, hey, y'all killed my father. Prepare to die. I'm going to kill all of you. That's what I'm saying here. She says she's basically, she says she's going to kill all of them. You know what's sad? You're saying that. And I'm like, I was watching a bunch of Princess Bride's clips recently. <laughs> so now that's the back of my head. My name is Avatar Korra. You killed my father. Prepare to die. The anyway. obligatory um, reference there. Hooray. So, um... Yeah, is that where that episode ends? What about the poison? Don't we see nah, it? Yeah, we, yeah, we do see it. And so, um, so here's like, all right, it's it's cool. She, he's like, uh, uh, to Horace, he assures her that her pain will end soon and calls to two members of the Red Lotus to bring him a bowl of metallic poison. And that's where that leaves off. I have a question. Yeah. Well. I just thought about I literally just thought about this. Mm-hmm. So here's not like the head of the Red Lotus. Yeah. Right? Um... I'm not sure if they say he's the leader of the Red Lotus. Is he? I know he's like the head of like the the gang, the awesome, the Red Lotus awesome gang. Hashtag Red Lotus awesome gang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like the overall organization. Yeah. I'm not sure it's said either way. He doesn't seem like he's the leader. Well, do they even have a leader? Because their whole thing is like anarchy. So if it's anarchy, do you even have but a But here's clearly the leader of the gang. Yeah. So clearly they have like a head guy. Yeah, true. I don't think they really say. Uh, I don't even know. I was wondering if he is and then who is. It's a good question, actually. Oh, well. It's just genuinely a good question. I don't know. (laughs) All right. I'm sure somebody will explain it to us in the comments. Yeah, probably. Because you guys know way too much. Uh, You guys, I I think I know a lot. And then you guys just totally outdo me. And then I get a little sad about it. Um, (laughs) I'm not that sad. I'm a little sad. Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, so that was that episode. What are your thoughts? It was really good. It was so good. It was. Just so good. Like, so much happened. <laughs> so much. That, like, I wasn't expecting. Yeah. And just, like, what? And, mm-hmm. like, there was, like, some stuff, some kind of, like, that seems kind of silly. But, like, it works. Like what? Just, like, that one thing, like, with the trap. Like, that was the only thing that kind of upset oh, me. Oh, really? I think that's the coolest thing, so I love that part. No, no, no. Like, it was cool. I'm saying, like, the context. Mm-hmm. Like, why set a trap? Mm-hmm. That was, that's my only thing. Like, the yeah. water thing looked cool. Yeah. It was very cool. Yeah. And, like, the blatant introduction of, like, probably next season's villain, mm-hmm. I'm assuming. <laughs> this is super blatant. It's so obvious. <laughs> so obvious. It's terrible how obvious it is. It really is. Uh, and then just, like, you know, Cora just, like, not doing... Like, I, I'm worried about Cora. Yeah. Especially after these two episodes. I'm really worried. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the bowling and lava bend. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yeah, like, a lot of stuff that I genuinely wasn't expecting. Because, like, I went into, like, for, like, the most part, like, especially with this season, I went into it genuinely, like, having no idea what was going to happen. Right. And even, like, with next season, I have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like, oh, this is happening. Mm-hmm. The stuff I thought was going to happen wasn't going to happen. It wasn't like a dialogue-based episode. It was a lot of action. A lot of action. Cool. So much action. I approve. So much action. And it looks like everybody's alive. For the most- Except police. All right, police. Dead. She's super dead. She's so All right, dead. Uh, that kills me every time I watch that. Cause, and especially because, yeah, we talked about before. I just like, there's something, I really like these people, these, these, the villains as characters. So, like, watching bad things happen, I, them, it's like, like, I should be okay with this, but I'm not okay with this. You know what's weird? Like, I honestly, like, I was expecting, like, all of them to die just because, like, mm-hmm. I don't think, like, within the show, like, all the villains die. Yeah, so far. <laughs> so far, all So the, far, all of them have died, yeah. So far, all of them have died, so I'm kind of just like... I was I thought it was gonna be a thing where like they all got cornered and then just like maybe like a mountain fell on them. That's yeah. what I honestly thought. Just, just a giant rock fell out of the sky. Whoop. Or Where'd like yeah, I just I just thought that I'm just like oh like a mountain's gonna die or there or there was like gonna be like a ritual suicide or something. Mm. So I thought like they're gonna be together when they died. Yeah. So That's, so I wasn't expecting like that and I'm like oh yeah oh, okay we're gonna go it's there. So brutal. It's rough, but I love it. Would have been rough if we actually saw the head explode. Uh yeah well we can't do that. So it's a family show? It's a TVY7. Or is it, this is TVY7 or TVPG. What's the difference? Uh, TVY7 is for kids. TVPG is usually just like more generalized. But like there's TVY and there's TVY7. TVY is like little, little kids. TVY7 is like usually shows like fantasy violence. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. All right. So we still have an episode to go here. We do. We still have a whole episode. We've gone for like a half hour already, so this is going to be a long as fuck episode. Hooray! Anyway, all right. It's so, the finale. Of course it is. Yeah, and then we still have to talk about the end of book three. We have to talk about all of book three. You have to review that There's this so season. much There's so much to talk about. So much. So much. All right. So when we come back, we're going to be talking about um, book three, episode 13, Venom of the Red Lotus. Stay tuned. All right, welcome back. Now we're going to talk about Venom of the Red Lotus. Da-na-na-na. Very last episode of the season. Let's go. Um, so we are back in those uh, 
lovely caves near the Northern Air Temple uh, where Korra is basically threatening to kill everybody. Yeah. She, they, and then they kill her dad and she's just not having any of it. I would say more importantly, we get to the thing I've been waiting for for the longest time. Oh, oh yeah. Zaheer actually explains what their plan is. Hooray! Because I was so confused. Here's my thing. <laughs> it took 13 whole episodes to get here. Which is fine. 100% fine. Yeah. With the season. Fine with it. I was so confused with it because, like, I'm, like, because, like, they said that, like, they wanted to kid. Wait. Yes. Because they said they wanted to kidnap Cora when she was, like, a baby. Yes. Four. Whatever. Yes. And then, like, I guess, like, teach her their ways? Was that what they wanted to do? I don't think they ever specified. They never said that. So now I'm wondering, were they going to, like, murder a four-year-old? <laughs> Straight up murder a child. You see, okay, so my my theory here is that they, if they kidnapped her as a child they were gonna basically brainwash her um, so, yeah, as a child and then eventually probably like you know have her believe in what she was doing and then she, at the point where she would want the avatar cycle to stop so she would gladly submit to what they're about yeah to do. so that was my theory yeah but at this point like obviously like they failed at that and then she's yeah you know like 17 now so they can't brainwash her right unless you get like a super magical thing yeah it's a brainwash magic her. so now it's like square we're just gonna chain you up and poison you yeah so they're just gonna so yeah so they they are able to bend poison into her um which means she will go into the avatar state and once she's in the avatar state uh they'll kill her because that's how you end the avatar cycle yes as we've learned uh, in previous series, and we've talked about again in this series. So that's so because the Red Lotus they don't like leaders because leaders are corrupt, they're terrible, blah blah blah. And the only order is disorder. Uh, chaos is the only natural way about the world. I mean, so like, the Avatar, whose job is it to basically be know, a leader, create order, is basically to keep everything in balance. They're like, yo, we don't need you. Yo, hey, hey, yo, we don't need we don't need somebody to keep balance. Like we got this. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just leave? And instead of then by leave, we want to just die literally forever. Um, so that's kind of their plan. Good plan. Yeah. So since you've been asking about this for so long, what are your thoughts about this plan? It's a good plan. Good plan. Yeah. Good plan. I don't know if I like. It's not like a super elaborate, amazing. I guess I like the fact not a super elaborate plan. It's just like we're gonna poison you. Yeah. We're gonna get into the avatar yep. state, and then you're gonna die. Then you're gonna die. We're gonna kill you. Just straight up die. And I'm like, that is a solid plan. It works. I'm cool with it. Yeah. Good job. Um, but nearby we see uh, Jinora is spiritual, like astral projection thing Yay! there. She's been listening to this whole thing. And so she goes back to uh, all the other airbenders who are trapped in a near in that same cave nearby. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was wondering about something. This is a really small thing. Did they yeah. chain did they chain chain up Pena? Pema? I don't think they did. Yeah, it was like, like she had a baby. She had the baby with her. She could technically put a rant. Well, then somebody she would have had. Well, I'm not sure if. Well, at least her hands were chained up, I think. She was just holding. But ankles were? Maybe. They, they're nice. They didn't, like, they let her hold her baby. <laughs> they're not that much of Her, like, almost year old baby? Uh, Maybe less? Like six months, I think. Well, six months uh, between book one and book two. Yeah, is, then two is, weeks between. Book two and book three. But then we don't know how much time it was. It's like seven-month-old. All right. It's like a seven-month-old baby. Yeah, so back with the rest of the airbenders, uh, they're asking Janora if she saw anything, and Janora's not really sharing some of the stuff, and Nikki's like, oh, maybe Cora will save us, and Janora's like, oh, I don't think she's going to save us. Mm. We're going to have to take Probably care of this one she, I around. mean, it's smart that she's not saying anything, because there's guards right there, yeah. and then they'll realize, like, wait, how does she know what's yeah. going on? Yeah. 
Astral projection. Um, and then we we also see Boomy and Kaya who are aren't doing so hot. They're like doing Tenzin level. They're I like think. on Tenzin. Well, level, like yeah. Kaya's kind of like knocked out. Yeah. Like Boomy at least looks like he's like awake. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with Kaya. Kaya's not doing so. I'd hot, say Kaya. like you know we just need like a nice like go to the hospital for a few days. Yep. Separate spa days for everybody. Yeah. Everybody needs their own spa weekend mm-hmm. like individually. Mm-hmm. We got to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, then we see the... the also, wait, quick question. Was that just an excuse yeah. not to get the voice actors? <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they, they still voice act, I think, later in the episode, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Just, oh, probably just not an excuse not to animate them. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Animating is so hard. Um, and I respect animators so much. I do, too. So much. They do so such good work. Uh, so anyway, back with Korra, she finally has the, the poison is metal bent into her um which i i i think when i first watched it i didn't realize it was metal bending it just looked like a liquid it just like the thing a, is like it's like black so like liquid. i could buy that it was like a like a yeah no it totally makes sense later but then when i first watched it, i was like uh and they like later when they say it's metal i was like oh 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 that's oh. that's even more disturbing because mm-hmm. like she's basically like tortured yeah it's it's, it's it's so rough to watch that whole scene where like, she Aw. after the the poison sitter and then she has she's trying to fight off the avatar state and like her eyes are going like blinking and like ah oh, it's so and like Especially, they just draw like, her with so the character oh. who had grown Ooh. to like semi like to really like and then back to semi like to really, really like, like. <laughs> to super really like i'm just like oh yeah but she grew so much she did and i was like she has she's such Cora, unlike season two, unlike uh, let's forget about season two. Can we? That's, but well, we, it's really hard to forget about season two once Cora starts hallucinating, and then we see um, Look, well, first good. it's a here's face melts away, and we see Amon's mask, and we hear Amon, and I'm like, hooray, good villain! Hey, and then uh, Gazan kind of face twists around, and then we see Unalak, and we're like, Aww. oh, can we go back to Amon now, please? And then we see. Um, then Miwa kind of transforms into Vatu and Korra's hallucinating and they're telling her to give in because she's trying to fight going into the Avatar state because she knows what that means. She knows as soon as that happens, they're going to kill her. Um, and then everything's toast from there. Yes. So and so these hallucinations are telling her basically to give up um, and enter the Avatar state. Because I guess they all want chaos, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Although, did Amon want chaos? He just wanted to get rid of all the vendors. No, they all had their own kind of thing. Unalak was like, used to be a member of the Red Lotus, so that was per. So he did want chaos because he was kind of a, a basically a disciple of Atu who was all like hell yeah chaos. but then he betrayed them because Unalak's a dick Unalak's the worst it's hashtag the worst. uh how was it cheap, cheap douche nozzle anyway back to the plot so uh Ugi returns I think we forgot to mention that Ugi returns oh mm-hmm. Ugi's such a good sky bison and uh team avatar boards and then they go to find uh Korra at the cave and the airbenders mm-hmm well, they find the airbenders first. Mm-hmm. They're probably like, eh, of course, fine. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, everybody's like, we gotta go see the airbenders. And I'm just like, I, I want them to be safe. But, like, nobody. <laughs> the airbenders are actually doing pretty okay right now. Cora is in a lot of trouble. <laughs> I think they just assumed that, like, she was like, eh, she, they're probably just, like, talking. They're not, like, you know, poisoning her yeah. and torturing her body or anything. Yeah. Well, the, the airbenders do a good job of uh, distracting some of the guards where they get, and they can get the key and mm-hmm. they start. But before the, the guards can attack them because they notice, then Team Avatar comes in and they save them. Hooray! And Suyin is so happy to see her daughter, but Bolin's even more happy. Like, Bolin, like, let her, like, like, come on, like, this woman was worried her daughter was gonna die. Hashtag Bopal. Aw, I love them. Are we gonna <laughs> see more of them? 
Yay! I, I don't think Look, I'm spoiling so much by saying, yes, we'll see more of them in, in season four. Look, we need some romance. Although we got a Janora and Kai. Kai and Janora. And they didn't kiss, which made me sad, but she did like a punch they, thing. Yeah, and I'm it's like, cute. Mm. They're, they're cute. Yeah, they are cute. They're, they're babies. They don't have to kiss. They're 12. They're going to go through puberty soon. Yeah. And that's going to be a mess. Oh, boy, that's going to be a mess. Airbender puberty. Rough stuff. Uh, anyway. Uh, team after enters and then they say, okay, we got to find Cora. But Janora's like, hey, I know where Cora is. And we no should help is. her. We like, should definitely. She's in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Although maybe not that much trouble because, like, she does get into the mm-hmm. Avatar state. Yeah. And then it's just like, Avatar smash. Oh, yeah. Like, they think they can take her when she's in the Avatar state. No. They have no idea. I mean, like, I mean, Zaire does pretty well. I'm going to give them that. But they aren't able to um, hold her back. She Once somehow gets super strength. State. I forget yeah. if she had that before with the Avatar State. No, she just no, she's just like bending really. She's being a really good bender. Okay. And she's also like super pissed. She's pissed. One, you kill my dad. You're basically like torturing my body. Yeah. Like trying to murder me. Yeah, like fuck you guys. Like exactly. I'm ready. Um so Korra basically attacks and then uh and then Zaheer tries to lure Korra, lure Korra out of the cave. And um, Korra follows behind, and while Zaheer flies, Korra has, like, the cool, like, jet, basically jet propulsion. She yeah, yeah. fire running. So her feet, are, her shoes are probably burning off, though. Mm-hmm. So um, then Tonarak goes to, he wants to see if he can help Korra and Bolinamako go on to battle Gazan and Minghua. Yes. Um, and that's a fun battle. And we just, and then the, the rest of this episode is really just, like, fights. It's just giant it's fights. Just fights. It's hard to talk about it. I will like, say this, like, it's all really good fighting. Oh, my God. It's, these fight scenes are some of the best in the entire series. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, if not the best, they are some of the best and in the whole They're pretty creative series. and, like, I, yeah. we should probably talk about some deaths. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah, I'm not sure how we want to go about talking about this. Oh, my God, I have, like, 12 paragraphs. Holy shit. Um, There's... The majority of the episode is mm-hmm. like specifically Korra's fighting Zaheer. Yeah. Malcolm Bolin are fighting Mingwa and Gazan. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else is like, how can we help? Yeah. Basically. basically. Yeah. So, um, yeah, let's go. Let's start off with the little guys and then we'll go with the big guys. So, um, Bolin goes to fight Gazan and Bolin reveals that he is now a lava bender. So it's like an equal match, like, basically. Yeah. And Gazan is like, hey, this is cool. Because I love Gazan, because he's like, I don't know. Oh, I want to like a cool character. Um, oh, he's just not like, sad. He's like, he's like, oh, cool. He's like, let's 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 do it. And so they, they fight and stuff. Not sad. Um, and then, yeah. And then <laughs> Bolin does a little wink. <laughs> is that like, is that a, that's a meme, right? I've seen that. Yeah, I think so. I think it's a meme. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's a meme, but it's like a gif people use. I've seen that like several times. Um, and then... My mom is making a shake right now, and I'm sure everyone can hear this. She's making a shake upstairs. I thought she was vacuuming. No, she she told me she was like, is it okay if I vacuum? Like, mom, we're going to be able to hear that down here. Don't. Anyway, hi, my name is Kaylin. We're recording in my parents' basement right now. Um, we're cool. Anyway, and so uh, Maka goes to fight Ming-Hua, and uh, he gets it to the point where there's no water anywhere, and she's just left in her regular form. And he's like, "Oh, now it's over." But then she kind of runs off, mm-hmm. and they go to um, a cavern that is full of water. And she does the cool uh, Cthulhu thing, you would call it. Yeah. 
And, uh, and then. <laughs> yeah. And so Mako tries to escape and he manages to get the high ground. Yeah. And he does that thing that water doesn't like, which is that he just electrocutes the shit out of there. Basically. He lightning bends the water. And because her whole thing is that she, like the water basically becomes her body. Um, yeah. He just electrocutes her. Yeah. Mako murdered. Yeah, Mako's just you straight up Mako, murdered a bitch. I was like, Mako, you're like, you said that Mako murdered a bitch. Mako just straight up murders a bitch. Like, I'm not sure. Does he, it does he like, know? Does he understand that? But it's he just the, here's the thing. It doesn't seem like a, like a deliberate, like, I'm going to murder well, you. it's like, like a self-defense kind of thing. So that's, so I think he's probably okay with it. So, oh, yeah, in the court of law, he would be fine. But Also, <laughs> as you're saying it, you're not saying Mako murdered a lady. You're saying Mako murdered a bitch, which is what she is. Ah, uh, true. But also... Just a cool character, too. That's good. They want such a cool character. They're all so and cool. I love all of them. And now, now she's she, dead. She's dead. Um, so Maka goes back to join Bolin fighting Gazan, um, and they, they're they able to corner him. And the thing with Gazan is that he doesn't want to go back to prison. No. He hates prison. He's not going back there. So basically, he's like, listen, I'm taking you down with me. And Lava bends everything around him. To collapse, but Bolin is able to um, escape in time, mm-hmm. and then Gazan basically kills himself. Yeah. So uh, we are down. We're we got three out of four of our Lotus Gang. They're dead. No, that's surprising. They're straight up dead. And like like uh-huh. I said, not fun deaths. Well, fun no. deaths. They were fun deaths, and they were creative. They were creative. Probably Gazan had like the least creative death. Yeah, but, but it wasn't a terrible one. No, because I think it made sense for his character. Like the ladies got the creative death. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, um, yeah, so a yeah, little, little rough, a uh, little rough there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the main battle is the, the battle between, um, Korra and Zaheer, and they're basically flying around, um, just all kinds of, just flying, fighting, and just some really awesome animation there. Like, the, the way, because the camera moves and everything mm-hmm. is, like, I've read something before of, like, how that's, it's super difficult to do, but they managed to pull it off incredibly well. Um, so I wanted them. to take a second to kind of recognize that because, oh, it's so good. Um, and this fight is probably my favorite in the series, I think. You think? I think, yeah. I'm fa- cause, like, I have that, to still watch, like, so we'll still have to go back through book four and make sure there wasn't any of that, like, I'm Oh, like, oh, okay, I thought you were thinking, like, a but no, so far. Oh, so far. This I was is saying, my like, one. compared to, like, uh, like Legend of Korra and Last Airbender, is your favorite fight? Uh, this is my favorite fight of Legend of Korra. Okay. Because I was going to say, like, like, book three, like, that last fight, that was a good fight. Like, in Oh, that. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I don't, I don't want to compare fight scenes between series. Okay. Um, but as far as Legend of Korra, this one's my favorite. Okay. Um, and it's just so good. And then something else comes up, and I have a question about this. Yes. So, like, she's, like, kind of, like, fa- failing a bit just because, like, the poison's, like, taking over her body. Yeah. So the poison, so that, like, it's not just, like, it's not a poison that forces you into the Avatar state and then somebody else has to kill you. Yeah. The poison can kill you. Yeah, it's it's, it's poison poison. So why don't so. they just, like, lock her up in, like, a place where she couldn't get out of and then just let the poison kill her? I think because well, that's what they try to do with the, with her thing. That's why no, um, no. But they said like get ready to kill her. So like they're planning on just murdering her, right? Well, because I think probably they if they just let the poison kill her, they, I think maybe they they wouldn't know for sure if she would be in the Avatar state by the time it actually was able to kill her. Um, so so I they worry that they're was- trying to be deliberate as far as like okay, make sure she's in the Avatar state and make sure we kill her then. So oh, I think so they're just like- it's like assurance basically. They're they're trying to get it on. They're trying to make sure this kills her, but also this. So they they they, they planned it out pretty well. Okay, but they also didn't. Because like, could could she like not get into the avatar state and was so killed her anyway? 
and that would not have worked. And then they yeah. wouldn't have to find the right baby avatar to kill, and yeah. then there would have been a dead baby on their hands. Oh yeah, ooh, we don't deal. No, ooh, that'd be a little. That's a little rough. That's a little rough. Okay. So yeah, during this fight, uh, everyone kind of watches from below, trying to figure out what it is that they can do. And Janora has an idea. Yeah, she's like, "Hey," she's like, "Wait a minute." And because Tenson's like, oh man, this, these powers haven't been seen in like thousands of years. Mm-hmm. And Denora's like, hey, there hasn't been like a ton of airbenders in a while either. Let's do this thing. Like a hundred and eighty years. Yeah. It's been, been a while. So. But not a thousand years. No, no, no. But uh, so she's able to kind of gather the rest of the airbenders and they make a giant um, cyclone. Yes. And then. And it was in order to capture Zaheer. And then I thought something else was going to happen. And what do you think didn't. was going to happen? Yeah. So, the, so like, they're in the cyclone and she's got, like, the chain falls. Oh, yeah. Because Korra, yeah, has so a chain So I, I thought this, I thought that, like, okay, they killed three out of four. I assume Zaheer is going to die. Yeah. I thought she was going to grab by the neck. Oh. And then yeah. just, like, snap or choke. Yeah. Doesn't happen. No, that doesn't happen. So, yes, uh, Korra kind of drags Zaheer down with her. Um, and then and he gets, gets trapped. captured. Yeah. Yeah. In Earth. But Akora's not doing so hot. She's the like, poison's she's, kind of kind of killing her. She's like, yeah, it's kind of killing her. She's getting real close. But uh, Janora's like, hey, the the poison is metallic, so if we got any metal benders up in here, now would be a real good time. Yeah, a real good time to pull that out. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's Suyin who steps up and is able to bend the poison out of her. Yay! Yeah, and, then, and she's like, she almost like died in her dad's arms. That was uh, really, so it was so sad. sad and like, so sad. And like, I'm just like, oh no! Like, I would like that sucks. Like having your child die in your arms. I assume I'm just dying in your arms tonight. That sounded weird. It must have been something you say. That sounds no. Don't sing that. Dying your arms. No, because that makes tonight. it sounds like a romantic thing, and this is it's. Oh no! That's what I meant. Oh no! Don't do that. Oh no! He needs like one of those like songs that a guy writes about his child. Cats <laughs> in the cradle and the silver yeah, spoon. <laughs> Boy blue and the man on the moon. Anyway, yeah. So uh, of course, course able to see that that her dad is not dead, and she's happy with that. And uh, yeah, and Zaheer is captured. Bolin literally puts a sock in his mouth because he's trying to be funny. And we're like, okay, Bolin, calm down. <laughs> and it's Opal's right, kind of like. Eh. He's like this. Opal's like, this is what I signed up for, isn't it? I signed up for this. This is my fault now. This is my responsibility. I feel like she can enjoy a decent pun. And remember, as we discussed, she's a person where if Bolin's acting like an idiot or like a jerk, she'll, she'll let him know. She will let him know. She'll so let him know. I think she will tell him, never make a pun again. Hashtag Opal. Yeah. Um, so then we we kind of end that scene there. Yeah. And then uh, we go to two weeks later. And uh, so we, we open on this scene. Um, we're on Air Temple Island back in Republic City. Mm-hmm. Um, and Asami is helping uh, Korra get ready. For a thing. Uh, for a thing. For an event. Mm-hmm. And Korra does not seem like she's doing well. No. No, no, no. So, uh, yeah, we, we kind of get a reveal of Korra's face. And she looks, like, very tired. Like, she's got these bags under her eyes. And she looks very sad. We see that she's in a wheelchair. And Asami, like, takes time. She's like, she's like, hey. She's like, you know, it's okay. Um, I'm here if you need anything. And I'm, I'm like, like oh. I just I love them so much. So can I like say like I have one or two theories about like what's wrong with Cora? Yeah. Okay, so it's either a that like the the poison actually worked and like she's out of the she's going to be the last avatar. Mm, okay. Essentially, or two, which I think would be much more interesting. Mm-hmm. She's got some severe PTSD. Oh yeah, severe. Yeah, and that's what I that sounds more interesting because like the, the last like. Thing and then it could kind of. I feel like this PTSD, the PTSD thing sounds like more interesting because it's mm-hmm. kind of like 
Like, but like you're. It's not a physical thing. And it's like thing also like Cora's like been through like horrible stuff that's yeah. like been done to her. Yeah, and, like, and it all within like a year. <laughs> and it seems like she hasn't really. It, maybe it's like and like like it'll happen and then we'll conclude it in the next in the first in the season mm-hmm. and the next season she's fine. Yeah, but this time it kind of feels. But she like, hasn't really dealt with it yet. She hasn't really dealt with all the. Crazy it might be like everything that happened. Is yeah. like everything cold and like. So I hope it's not the. That the poison actually worked, I'm going to be the last after. I hope it's the PTSD and mm-hmm. she's just like maybe going to try to put on a happy face. Mm-hmm. Even though people can tell something's up. Yeah. They just, but yeah. So and she's in a wheelchair. She's in a wheelchair. Can she not walk or is it just like. Uh, not not well. right now. Now, can she walk or she can't walk well? Uh, I, um, I mean, we, we talk about a little bit more of that later. Okay. Um, next season. But I think at this point, yeah, she's just not really, not really walking. So, um, Korn and Sami go out and they're, they're met with, um, a bunch of people, uh, Zuko's there, Korra's parents and Tenzin and President Raiko. Fuck who you. Who can go fuck off. Who is just like, welcome back to Republic City. Fuck uh, you. Sorry, I, I, I left you out. I mean, uh, I heard what happened. It was pretty bad. Hey, yeah, yeah. What's that? Fuck you. Oh yeah, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> um, and Cory doesn't really say anything. Oh, you know what I thought about? Sorry to yeah. figure this out. Yeah. Uh, how come I, I guess, where was that General Arrow? I don't know, he's doing he's doing uh the but, but he's want, being a general somewhere. I want him to hang out with his grandpa. Uh yeah. We I have another comment. I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> so you know what this is gonna be. So anyway, yeah, I um Cor- uh Iki and Milo go with Korra and Asami to go in um to go to the temple. Uh, of course but there's a bunch of steps leading up to it, so Lynn has to uh Elevator bend Yeah, bend a thing and I'm like, the Avatar world needs to be more accessible. Anyway. <laughs> so um, as they leave, and we see the others there, um, Raiko's like, mm, she doesn't look good. And Tenrock's like, you would look like shit too if you were, went through what she went through. Yeah. Again. Fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, but we need the avatar. And I'm like, it's been two weeks. Like, calm down. Yeah, it's been two weeks. And I'm sorry, like, were you ever nice to her? Mm-hmm. No. Fuck you. Yeah. Anyway. And so, and then Zuko talked about how Zaheer has been locked up, but we don't know how many other Red Lotus members are out there. So, and then they just kind of talk about that. So, so we didn't technically defeat the Red Lotus, did we? Um, guess not. I mean, the idea is still out there. So they're still yeah. going to, so they might come back. Maybe. In the form of a blatantly obvious villain. <laughs> Hello, I'm in jail. Yeah. Anyway. So we, we see the ceremony that's happening in the temple, and it's very beautiful. Yeah. It's very lovely. And Tenzin starts talking um, about how the uh, Air Nation is welcoming its first new airbending master. And he talks to, he thanks Korra um, for all the help that she's done mm-hmm. in helping the airbenders make it back. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of like, it's a very kind of bittersweet moment because mm-hmm. Korra is in a state where um, she's not very, she's not really doing well. And a lot of bad things have happened. But we see kind of this, this rebirth a, of the Air Nation. Again, she's happy about this. But again, she's not. She's not doing so hot. No. 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 Mm-hmm. And so, but then we, the ceremony starts and we see it's Janora and she has got her tattoos. Can I say something? Yes. She kind of looked like her grandpa. She looks so much like Aang. Aww. She looks so much like it Aang. It was so cute. She, she, and it wasn't I'm looking at the picture here right now. And it wasn't just because of the fact that like she was like, you know, bald and had an arrow on her right, head. Right, no, like her facial feet, like just, she looks like Aang there and it's like, it's ah, uh, it's I wish so we saw, good. It would have been cool if we saw like a spirit of Aang and been like, <laughs> well, like Star Wars style. Yeah. Like, no, no, I'm not saying like anybody else had to see Aang. I'm saying like this like spirit could have been there mm-hmm. and it would have he would, like a little maybe like a little like ghost here 
Yeah, but he was there in spirit. Also, and, and also in Korra because she's the reincarnation of him. Anyway. <laughs> and I mean, like, a Katara wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. Can we talk about that? Now pissed I am about that. Katara was not at the ceremony. This is her granddaughter. This I was, was the like, legacy bringing, of her husband. I guess I was, like, bringing up points of, like, you know, like, maybe, like, she, maybe she's sick or, like, she couldn't get a ride. And then you brought up points of, like, technically Korra's mom got there, so she got a ride. Yeah. And also Zuko is there. And Zuko's older than Katara, so there is no excuse and Zuko, here. And Zuko has a dragon. He could have just, like. He could have picked her up. He could have been, like, could have called her up because they have phones now. And he could have been, like, uh, hey, Katara, I'm going to uh, I'm going to this cool ceremony in Air Triple and you want to go? And Katara would be, like, hell yeah, this is my granddaughter. <laughs> like, <laughs> seriously. I don't know. Oh, my God. I'm bitter about this. Maybe they didn't have the money to drill Katara. Oh, but they, they could have just literally copied maybe they, her from another Or scene. they couldn't get Eva Marie Saint. By the way, Katara's voice by Eva, Eva Marie, Marie Saint? Saint? Yeah. What the heck? Okay, but they didn't even need to, like, bring back the voice actress. They could just had her there in the crowd. I just remember reading that, and I'm like, wait, she's like a... I think she won an Oscar, or nominated for one. Uh, she's like, yeah. She, she was in uh, On the Waterfront, I think, with uh, Marlon Brando. And I'm like, what the heck? Ooh, she received a Golden Globe and BAFTA Award nominations for A Hatful of Rain, and won a Primetime Emmy Award for the television multiseries People Like Us, 1990. I think she won. Oh yeah, she won. She won the uh, Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress on the on the waterfront in North by Northwest. Yeah, nice. See, I just, I just found that interesting. Anyway, but yeah, so the guitar wasn't there for some reason. <laughs> Is it oh, like a, she, she was in Winter's Tale? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> was she in Winter's Tale? Remember, like the little girl turned into an old lady. That was oh, her. Yeah. Oh shit, <laughs> that was like a bad <laughs> way to watch that movie. We need to watch it again. Oh my god, the movie's crazy. We have to just like do a whole riff on that movie. I just remember like yelling because like I read the book and like that book. It's so different. Oh my god, it's a, we- it's a weird movie. It's a really weird. I don't movie. Anyway, I can get that movie. Anyway, so um, but yeah. So, so Janora is now an airbending master. She has her tattoos. She's lovely. Uh, and everyone's happy except Cora. We close the last shot of the whole season is Cora and a tear rolls down her cheek. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. And I thought of something else just like because I forgot to bring this up. Yeah. Because there was like the way that like Cora, like throughout the two episodes, there's the way that Cora was looking. So mm-hmm. like, obviously she said the point like, okay, I'm just going to give myself up. And yeah. like they were playing this whole trap thing. I thought that, like, she had a plan to make sure that, like, they could not do that and she would just be captured. Mm-hmm. She just wanted these people safe. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that, like, there wasn't going to be a plan. Mm. I thought that was the plan. Mm-hmm. I didn't think, and, like, the people were doing this anyway. But, like, I think she's just, like, got some severe PTSD. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's Is messed there, up. I was say, you wouldn't tell me there's, like, an actual, like, twist to, like, what happened with the poison. But I think that's just, I think that's what happened. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't want to say anything. Things. I think we'll we'll talk about that in the next coming episodes. Okay. So, um, but but yeah, I think you're I think you're on the tra- track there. Um, which is much again much more interesting than just like no more Avatar State, which has yeah. always been happening. Right, right. Instead, because I think with Korra, I think I talked about this first season too, is that we're looking at things on such a huge scale. But sometimes you don't have to go big to be good. I think they, like, they didn't go, like, the thing with this, like, they didn't go big, mm-hmm. but they kind of went more, like, personal. Yeah. Which and is I, more interesting. Exactly. I think w- when we are able to look at characters, connect with characters, and um, feel for them rather than think about how much we need to save the whole world, like, with, with season two, we were talking about how it's like, oh, 10,000 years of darkness, that's some shit, so, oh my god. But I was more compelled with just, like, the characters who were like, hey, we believe in this thing and we want to fight for it. Um, and so I, yeah, I think we, you can always do a really good season with not focusing on these, these giant 
just giant kind of planet changing events and more just focus on on characters. Yeah, and then I also kind of brought this up though, like the big thing was like, oh, you have a spirit portal. Mm-hmm. And like, it seemed like nothing really came of that. But then it kind of did because like the reason that the Red Lotus game kind of came back in yeah. was because of the fact that the spirit portal opened. So it wasn't exactly like what we expected. Right. Because like we barely saw any spirits. Yeah, we, we a lot of the spirit stuff was only in the first like two episodes. Um, and then the rest of it, was more about the result of the spirit portal open and the airbenders came back. That's yeah. what we focused on more in the season. And then season. also the season's called change and probably like it didn't seem like much change, but Cora definitely changed. Cora changed, yep. The yeah. world changed because the airbenders came back. So in conclusion, my opinion. Yeah. Uh season two is horrible. <laughs> I hate it. More and more as I watch the season, because yep. the season's really good. Mm-hmm. Season's really good. I really liked all of it. I think, like, the only episode I really didn't like was that just, like, that one episode with, like, Edgeless at the Air Temple. And it was, like, a filler episode, yeah. It, was, it wasn't a bad episode. It wasn't bad. It was just more fillery. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I cared about everybody, and they did, they had fun stuff. Everything kind of, like, came into effect. Mm-hmm. And, like, it all kind of made sense. Yeah. And it, like, seems like it's not 100% a happy ending, mm-hmm. which I like. Yeah. This season was really good. I'm really happy. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, a good I'm not, season. I'm kind of distressed about I'm worried about Cora. Oh, yeah. But, like, overall season, I'm happy with it. They learn from their mistakes. Mm-hmm. We're good. Mm-hmm. Happy. Yes. Yay. Woo. Yeah, it's a it's a great season. I think I we're going to have to go – we're going to have to watch season four again because it's been a while since I watched book four. But I, I usually stand by that book three is my favorite, I think, of okay. the season of The Legend of Korra. But it's usually that between – Three and four. Mm-hmm. So so I don't want to like, you know, underplay what I think of book four, but I love book three. I think it's it's either in my top two or it is my favorite um, season of Legend of Korra. Um, yeah. And it's just it's so. Ah, I really enjoy it. I think. Yeah. I think what you said about um, it doesn't wrap up necessarily as in like everything is good now well it sounds like they had it sounds like they knew they were getting another season yeah but and so like they wanted to conclude so like they had they could like realize they have something open Mm -hmm. like that's my thing like if you know that like i feel like if you know they're gonna have another season you're gonna obviously either like do like a definite like yeah cliffhanger thing Mm -hmm. or you can do what's mostly concluded except for like we have something to lead it lead into yeah so that's like that's how you do that if you have a continuation yeah yeah um I'm trying to think. I think I've said a lot of what I wanted to. Um, what, what were some of your favorite moments from this season? God, there's so many. Anything the Awesome Gang did, Red Lotus Awesome Gang. Yeah. Anything they did. Um, I remember I was getting really bored with, like, the Airbenders. And this is the thing, like, they were probably, like, my least thing. thing. Yeah. Like, I didn't hate them. Uh, anything with – I like the metal bending city a lot. Oh, yeah, Zafu. Like, Zafu is just a cool addition, I think. I yeah. think that that's really um, branching out. We can see uh, – it's it's really showing, I think, that um, 70 years have passed between series. I think that's what we – I think mm-hmm. that's what we can get from that is that um, things have really changed because when we – Left off in Avatar, we only had one metal bender, and now there's a whole city full of them. And I think that was really cool to yeah. see. Yeah. Um, I also, God, I love Bopal so much. <laughs> Just because, like, they seem like a real couple, and it's kind of like, hey, I'm going to call you out on your bullshit. You're going to call me out on my bullshit. Because, mm-hmm. like, even, like, there was one point, like, Bolin, like, calls her out on, like, something. Yeah. And so it's like, that's how a couple works. Yeah. And I'm like, finally, after so long of Bolin just being screwed over by ladies. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And him being an idiot and a jerk, mm-hmm. he gets, he learns, he gets the lava bend, he gets a lady. Mm-hmm. 
It's good to go. Yeah. Uh, I also I really like horror in the season just because like yeah, like she was trying to do something good and like all this bad stuff was happening and just kind of like. She felt like she definitely like grew as a character. Core really evened out as a character. She evened out, and like she really wasn't very hot headed. Yeah, she had her hot headed moments, but they fit. They fit. Like, like when she would get angry at Raiko or with trying to recruit Airbenders, that was some of her more hot headed moments. But then, but then like she as, grows. But those were near the beginning of the season. So yeah, she kind of got over that, and then like really like sacrifice herself just to, like save some people and like mm-hmm. understanding what it's kind of like to be an adult. Yeah, like having to do that and like wanting to save everybody and like. You know, mm-hmm. probably screwed up for a while. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. I, I hope they don't go like the next season and she's just like, I'm back to normal now. Mm-hmm. That would, I'd be, so, I would be super pissed if that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I think I agree with a lot of it. I think my favorite parts of this season um, were also the antagonists. I think the Red Locusts are the best antagonists of this series. Aww. Uh, I, well, I think because I like the book for antagonist, but I think that um, there is a lot of there. There ends up. Mm, I don't want to spoil anything, but I think there ends up. I already know it's that lady whose name I forget. Well, no, 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 no. Not even that. I just mean uh, I personally feel there's there's some waste potential, but I feel like they really um, were able to explore a lot with these characters, and it's the most we've been able to see of an antagonist from a more personal side than we see, I think, of anyone else. Did they even do that in The Last Airbender? I mean, the only one I could think of is, like, Zuko, but he became a good guy. Yeah. So, yeah, because I think with Avatar Last Airbender, it's it's a lot different when it comes to antagonists. Well, there's only really, like, the, the main, one. Yeah, when we come, when we think of the main one, it's, it's like, an evil overlord guy who's very, who's not really much of a, he's a character, but we don't personalize him at all. But he's a good, he was a good villain. He, yeah, he is a good villain, and, he, you know, you don't need to necessarily personalize a villain or make them sympathetic to be, make them good and no. we saw that with avatar um but you do have to switch it up sometimes and we see that with i think the red lotus where we do kind of personalize them a bit and that makes them really like a like really enjoyable not don't even have to say likable just really enjoyable as antagonists so again if somebody wants knowing to make, how to do it right again if someone wants to make like a prequel comic or even like a prequel series hey please yes please please mm-hmm. we can't do anything afterwards because most of them are dead now sad so uh little sad about that well we've got i don't know how long that they were like you know how long they were together for like he gets to show like the college years <laughs> like how they all met and like just go up to the point when they go before they go to jail for the first time yeah yeah there, there you go so good you are good to go so good it would be so good yeah somebody please make that thank you mm-hmm. um yeah i really enjoyed the red list also uh you didn't mention we cease i love the character interaction in this season. I, I do think too. We have some of the strongest, I think, character interaction. Well, they're actually all together. Yeah. We, this is the first time we've really seen Team Avatar be Team Avatar. Yeah. We, didn't, we got maybe like one or two episodes of that in season one. We had Because we had the episode with them. Well, they were kind of like, they were like introducing everybody yeah. in season one. Yeah. And so in book two, nobody was together. No. Um, and so we didn't really get good Team Avatar stuff. This one, we saw Team Avatar um, not just fighting together, but they were like hanging out together. Like the scene with like the stakeout. You know what I And is? they're all like have to chill in a hotel room. And they're trying to stake out, but then also they're playing games and stuff. And like that's fun. And like that's a ton of fun. Um, and yeah. And we got to see more characters interact than we usually do. Uh, like... Uh, uh, Kor and Asami. Like, this is the first time they've actually, like, you know been what friends. Like, you know what I thought about, though? Like, so did they... Because I know, like, there's technically, yeah. like, the love triangle, which is obviously not there anymore. But, yeah. like, like, did they ever actually, like, fight? Like, there's never a fight between... Like, not, like... No, a, never. They fight. never fight. No. I honestly was expecting that, like, throughout the show, like, at some point, because I knew that there was... I heard about this love triangle. Yeah. 
probably from. Me I thought that there was gonna be a fight it. between them. Yeah, and there never was because either no. they weren't together, or by the or by the time they like did get together and hang out, they already broken up with Mako and yeah. let him go be te- Detective Mako, yeah. the best Mako, the best Mako is Detective Mako, mm-hmm. Detective Mako, best Mako. So yeah, um, but just seeing, I think, just seeing those relationships really develop between the characters, um. So good, yeah, and, and that the, that's the stuff I really like. I think, yeah, I guess that the overall theme of things that I like, I like characters, and I this like when, a lot more when like they interact and like well written dialogue and well written interaction and like well built relationships. I think that's some of my favorite things in a show. I think they realized that, like, because after season two, because like when they try to go like big and crazy, yeah, like they realized, like, oh, what do people like about this show? Probably if we develop the characters more, so let's focus on that, yeah. And just, like, let's actually give them really good characters that they care about, even the villains we care about. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, book three. Good book. So good. So good. All right. And we only got one more left. We only have one more left, guys. Oh. And, and then third. we're going to end that, and I'm going to be very emotional, and then it's time for Darity at the Power Back. Yay! Oh, no. I miss the power. Oh, it's so good. You've been, like, horrible to me, just, like, like laughing and being, like, not answering my questions. Yeah. Am I going to return the favor? Yes, I am. Oh, I know. It's going to be terrible. It's, isn't it? It's, I, like, I said this after Firefly, and when we're doing the show, the power is so nice. So nice. So nice. I agree. I'm going power hungry, everyone. <laughs> You still got it for another, like, few episodes. We got, like, yeah, we got, like, six episodes left in, well, we have 13 episodes left in the series, but six episodes of us talking about Legend of Korra. Um, so that should be fun and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, yeah, anything else you want to say about book three? No. Do you want to do a comment corner? This it's one? comment corner. Oh, okay. Time. I don't know if you want to do it, because I feel like yeah. this episode might be going a bit long. Uh, no. Well, let's do it, because I have, there's people, I'm sure, who are waiting to hear their comments. That's true. It. I don't even remember the one last one's here. <laughs> I know. I I don't even know the ones that we. I know I read a lot done. from like the reaction ones from yeah. the first ones that we did. Um, so if we miss your comment by some reason, oh, we apologize. But yeah, we're going to do a better job of keeping track. On that. Probably do that. I better. have one. I have somebody who's been asking for their thing to be read. Okay. On here, and who they never commented, but they did send me a message. It's it's a friend of mine who is a avid. I, I would say avid listener of the podcast. And they have a Sokka theory. Okay. I think I sent this to one to you, right? I think so, but I don't really remember it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we have somebody who is uh, also... Uh, so Because we were talking in a previous episode about my, my personal theories about what happened to Sokka. Um, and so this is, this is Kit... And his sock, hashtag Sokka theory is that hashtag Sokka theory, he married Toph and cheated on her. And that is why he is dead. And then in parentheses, Toph killed him for cheating on her. <laughs> I don't buy that, honestly. No, I don't either. No. But, it's a, but, but thank you for Again, like, as I said, it's like, which, wait, which child, which of the daughters? Sue. Sue? Sue is the one, yeah, who's, Sue is the one that was, is my personal uh, theory that she's secretly a. a I just figured that, child. like, because, like, I figured that probably, because, like, if we're putting, like, everybody who, like, got together in the last Airbender series was, yeah. like, together and got married. Yeah. If we're sticking with that, mm-hmm. then probably Sokka married Suki. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think he cheated on, maybe he cheated on Suki. I don't know. You see, Sokka. Either he cheated on Suki or Sokka she died. comes up with, like, Sokka is such, like, a, like, a family guy to me. Like, he seems like, like, if anybody who'd have, like, a steady relationship with somebody, it would be Sokka. Like, out of all those people. So she, I feel like maybe she died, and then, like, ah, her, him and Toph was kind of closer, and then either 
Maybe just like a one night stand room and a couple night stands. According to Tumblr, they've got some pictures. <laughs> I didn't see <laughs> Tumblr probably has the probably because I didn't go like like uh, like crazy through Tumblr's. I didn't see a lot of the gross stuff. It was kind of like them like cuddling or like oh, hugging yeah. or like them in bed together. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. And then I guess Saka never knew that he had a kid, or he did, and like. No, my theory is that Sokka, if 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 Suyin is the Taka love child, then Sokka would not have known because Sokka would have wanted to like be a part of that. Yeah. And Top was probably like, you know, didn't want to tell him. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I don't buy that theory at all. Yeah. Sorry, Kit, but. Sorry, Kit. That's all right. Um, I don't know what comments we haven't read, guys. And Well, I'm trying to think because like, we read a lot from the, like, with their reactions. Like, and I think like. The last time we were here, we did, like, Death Note, like, all the Riverdale stuff, so. Yeah, do you want to read some of those ones? Sure. Um, I think the Death Note one, there was, like, a more, like, uh, facts. Oh, oh, I didn't realize we had two of these kinds of comments. Wait, I really want to talk about these comments, guys, about, we've gotten a couple comments on our um, reaction videos that oh, we you talked know, too much. You know, I knew we had a couple. Uh, yeah, I forgot about the one, because I'm looking at it now, and this one, somebody said, oh, this is, uh... Oh, goodness, I'm going to butcher your name, and I am so sorry because I don't want to. This is Prakitiv uh, Dev Verma, who says, please do not talk, dot, 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 enjoy the show, dot, 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 give your thoughts at last. And I was like... We didn't get that one. Uh, no, that, this is an early one. Uh, no, no, I'm saying like, no, I'm saying like we didn't understand it. I think that means that uh, we're not supposed to talk during our reactions. And Which, do you guys... Like, do you, do you, you want to say the other one, then I'll say my point. Yeah, yeah, okay. Then That was on our, I think, our uh, book two finale one. Um, and then we have one that we just got a few hours ago by Rosita Espinoza from our Riverdale reaction that says, if you guys talk less and paid more attention, you'd have your questions answered. But since you can't do that, then what's the point of making a reaction? To which Dara has a point here. Like, do you guys watch reactions? Like, they talk. <laughs> That's the point. Like, it's shock value and then people making jokes. Mm-hmm. I'm not, like, mad at anybody. Yeah. But, like... And you said, like, if there's, like, no point in talking, then what's the point of making a reaction? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't get it. Like, like, is it, like, do you guys find it, is it fun if we're just, like, sitting there and, like, not talking? Yeah. Like, like don't you, like, you guys, like, talk when you guys watch a show with friends? Yeah. I got confused. Yeah, I know. Like, it's, like, I think it's a lot of fun to just sit there and to, like, because we like to make And also, like, I thought you said that on, like, one of the Legend of Korra things. I mean, maybe I do watch so many questions, but it was on Riverdale. That show doesn't make sense. That's true. Like... You gotta come on. And then I think there was uh, some other, I think a lot of them were just like, fun facts. Fun facts. Oh, I think, what was the one I forget? It was like, the it was on the Legend of Korra reaction. It was like, inappropriate reaction. <laughs> oh, did, wait, did it say? Oh, yeah, no, the, this is by... I don't um, know if we want to read all of them because we're doing more episodes. Yeah, this is, I have a couple, I still have a few more here. Okay. This is by, uh, oh, Taihus? Taihus? I am so sorry, I cannot say these names. Uh, who, on our last Legend of Korra, said, uh, an entirely appropriate reaction. It Thank was. You. I think it was. It's just, it's, that was uh, Long Live the Queen, where we watched the Earth Queen get brutally murdered. And uh, I had an yeah. appropriate reaction. I just It was a very appropriate reaction. My mouth had just agaped. Yes. Oh, yes. It was entirely agaped. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I think that's all we're going to do for the comment corner okay. today. Um, yeah, and so it looks like it's time for us to wrap up, because we've been going for a while, because this is the end of book three. Hooray! Um, all right, well, thank you so much for watching this episode. If you want to connect with us, which we would love, you can always, uh, like us on Facebook. We are Witty Clothes Productions. Follow us on Twitter, at Witty Clothes. Um, subscribe to us on Patreon, maybe, because we are Witty Clothes on there. 
Um, also, oh, we were subscribing to there. Uh, yeah, we are also subscribing on iTunes. Yes. Uh, and leave us a review and rating because we also want to read those, but I don't believe we have any of those to read right now. I think I checked today and I didn't see any, but if you leave us a rating and review on there, we would love to read it and we'll tell you how many stars you gave us whether it's a lot of stars or not so much stars we want to hear it anyway i, I forgot to do that thing but subscribing to youtube because i was gonna say this fact guys we're so close to 100 guys we're so close to 100 subscribers I think, like, as of now, last time i checked i think we need like nine more we yeah we were at uh 91 91 last time let me check now that'd be awkward if it just went down from that but that would I be awkward we're okay yeah, we're still at 91. Yeah, so we need nine more subscribers, guys. Uh, you should definitely subscribe to us and on we YouTube. Might, and we might do something for 100, even though like it's not a giant milestone. It's a milestone. It's a milestone. It's, it's pretty humble, but we are thankful for it anyways. Thank you so much to all of our subscribers. If you're listening uh, to us on any other venue besides YouTube, maybe you found our SoundCloud, and maybe you're listening to us on iTunes or through some other podcast provider, um, you can... Follow us on YouTube. We are Witty Close Productions. Um, you can subscribe. Maybe give our videos a like. We've actually got our last video got, has gotten a lot of likes so far. You've so been reacting to a lot of likes. Yeah, so we appreciate that, guys. Um, leave us a comment, and we read some of those comments on the show, as you maybe just listened to. Yeah. And so if you're like, man, those comments are lame. My comment would be so much better. Um, try us. Leave us a react. Leave us a comment. Yes. And we will talk about it. Yes. And we will use your name. So if you don't want your name to be on it, too bad. Or you could just, you know, like, let us know. Or, yeah. Or, you know, we try to be polite about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that is all the time we have for today. Join us next time as we are going to be talking Legend of Korra book four Woo! premiere. All right. That's going to be a fun time. All right. Peace. Peace.